Welcome to Plan a Happy Life. I'm your host, Stephanie Fleming, creative entrepreneur and happiness activist. I'm on a mission to create a happy life movement. Each week, I'll be joined by my daughter, Kayla, for some honest conversations about how you can plan your happiest life yet. So what are we waiting for? Let's get happy. Hey, Kayla. Hey, mom. And hello to all of our listeners. Welcome back to Plan a Happy Life. Today, we are going to be talking about the four P's. And this is my formula for planning a happy life. Yeah, I love the four P's. I know that you do. (laughs) I do too. And um, the four P's is something that I came up with in 2018 after documenting my wellness journey in my happy planner for an entire year every single day. That was quite a commitment. (laughs) And I found that there was this recurring theme of four things that I would do that would show success and and I would reflect on what I did and what worked and these four things kept coming up and you know so coincidentally they all started with a p okay well maybe I had to work a little bit to get that alliteration but the point remains the same is the four p's have been a very successful formula for planning a happy life let me have you wait no longer those four p's are purpose planning positivity and persistence. And if we have time, we will squeak in one that kind of has to do with the four P's, but I don't even like to talk about. But it doesn't make the list. It doesn't make the list because you know what it is? What? It's perfection. And I whisper it because it's kind of a bad word to me. So we may talk about perfection. So why don't we just dive right in because there's a lot to talk about today and I want to make sure we get to all of the four P's, even that fifth one that will not be mentioned. (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's, let's, let me give you just a little bit of a background on the wellness journey that I went on. So in 2017, smack dab in the middle of December, I had been kind of just not feeling my best. I was a little sluggish. I was going through a time when I was very stressed and not handling those emotions very well. And so I was overeating and probably drinking more than I needed to. I was not moving my body. And I just was kind of not feeling well. And I had just gotten back some medical tests and some blood work that showed that I had a really high inflammation level and and high cholesterol. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, like I am in my late 40s. I still have such a long life ahead of me, hopefully. And I I want to take care of myself. So my first thought was, of course, I'm sure most people can relate is, okay, January 1st, babes, this is on. That's when we're starting. <laughs> we're starting January 1st. And until then, bring on the the cookies and everything else because I'm going to like live it up this holiday season. Yeah. You know what I just saw on Facebook when just what? speaking of that is that, I know Facebook, right? <laughs> we're <laughs> Facebook, am I right? Am I, right? I saw someone post today that, from today until the new year, till January 1st, there's like 130 something days left uh-huh. or uh, meals. So if you oh. were to eat like three meals a day, there's like 140, give or take, meals left in the year. Yeah. But people say like, I'm going to start January 1st. I'm going to get through oh. the holidays. <laughs> but they broke it down and they said, okay, let's give you three meals for Thanksgiving day and then four meals for Christmas Eve and and day and they broke it down and they said out of those 140 you have 11 meals that are 
counted for holidays. So why say I'm going to wait till January 1st? Oh, man, I got to like pick my job. I know, right? Yes, because that was my first my first thought was, you know, I'm in the middle of December. Like, Who starts a new way of eating or a healthier way in the middle of December? Because I'm just going to be tempted. Right. And I I thought about that for a while and I've never heard that. I've never seen that. I haven't either. Tells you a lot about our mentality, right? So, yeah, I did that whole thing. I'm like, January 1st, because that's when you start, because that's been so successful for me in the past. And I decided after I had a moment like that, that no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to start and make some small changes, right, in the middle of December. I'm not going to say I can't eat those cookies, you know, or I can't indulge in that meal, But I'm going to maybe be a little bit more active or maybe I'll be a little bit um, more moderate with my intake of those things. So I decided that I was going to start making some small changes in December. And I did, which felt great, by the way. And then I was going to go, no, January 1st. And I was going to make this pretty radical commitment to myself that I was going to embark on what I called and considered a wellness journey because this was not just a diet. It wasn't about just losing weight. It was about becoming a healthier and happier person all the way around, encompassing my whole life. And to take it even further, I was going to document my journey every single day in my happy planner. We have this wellness edition. Uh, It's one of the products that our company has. And in there, it really talks about nurturing your mind, body and soul and how you nourish that along the way. And I decided that every single day in 2018 for an entire year, I was going to make this commitment to myself, you know, come rain or shine or, you know, if I had a hard time, I was just going to document it and I was going to see what happened. And one day when we talk about wellness, I have so much to say. That's why I always I'm going like, hey, one day that's a whole nother topic for an episode. But needless to say, the the experiment for me was amazing. And I lowered my cholesterol and I lost weight and I became just this healthier, brighter person. I handled my stress better. The process of documenting what I did made such a difference to me because it brought awareness and visibility to my actions. And, you know, I didn't even, Kayla knows this, I did not even document my food because I just, I know how to eat healthy. It's more about my behaviors and I can have a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with documenting food and get a little obsessive. Oh, yeah. A little bit. That would be, that would be the word. And so I know myself enough to know that that's not what I needed. So one of the things that I did at the end of every week and at the end of every month, I reflected on what worked for me and what didn't work for me. And I I made some adjustments and I pivot, <laughs> I, I pivoted when things weren't really working out the way I thought um, I would make some adjustments and I would learn. And along the way, I was taking notes. So part of the process of that was for myself and my own personal growth. And part of that was because in our business, I wanted to see how this product worked and how, if anything, we could, in any way we could change it. And so there were some things that just kept coming up for me when we would, when I would reflect on my progress and these four things kept coming up and it was purpose, planning, positivity, and persistence. So today we're going to talk a little bit about each one of those so that you can see that when you are planning a happy life or you are setting a goal for yourself, 
if you follow these four steps in the planning process, that it really does kind of help you along the way. So let's talk about them in a little bit more detail. So the first one is purpose. And for me, this is the most important. And Kayla, you can chime in. I know this one, I, this whole topic I'm so passionate about. So you just chime in if you feel like you, you if it. I'm taking over. Okay, so purpose is where you start. I don't think that you can really dive into any goal or um, anything that you start without defining your purpose because it's kind of like you know deciding what your why is what is what's your why why are you doing this what do you want out of it what's important to you so another term for purpose is your goal your intention your focus you know you can call it whatever you want you just need to make sure that you define it and then you write it down so um for instance like it's just something you you want to decide and define from the beginning or you're kind of just like I don't know, you're on this road, you just don't have really a map. So when I started, I was pretty specific. And the purpose of my wellness journey was to lower my cholesterol, was to get myself to a healthier uh, weight for my body type, was to manage my stress. And I was pretty specific. And the reason why is because I wanted to live a long, happy, healthy life. And so I defined why I wanted to do it and why it was important you know how sometimes it's, it can get so ambiguous, like we talked about in the very first episode about defining happiness, it's kind of that same thing. When some people say, I just want to be happy, or, you know, oh, I just I want, you know, I want to get that promotion. It's like, well, why do you want to do that? You got to kind of define why, yes. define your why, define your why, yeah. define your why and find out what your purpose is. Why are you working this hard? Because when times get tough, you're going to fall back on that purpose. And you're going to you need to be able to define it. Otherwise, you're going to go, why am I doing this? Why? I was just going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. And you, with the same, Kayla throws her hands <laughs> up in the air and I was going to do the same thing. Like, why am I even doing this? And you give up, right? But if you know, why are you doing this? I know why I'm doing this. You know, I defined it from the very beginning and I know why it's important to me and I know why it's worth the effort. So defining your purpose is absolutely the most important step before you do any kind of set any kind of goal or go on any kind of journey. And I say journey because it's so cliche again, but it's like it's about the journey, not the destination. It's not about, oh, I want to reach this goal. Wait, I want to do this one thing. I am on a path to a healthier life. And it will take twists and turns. And journey is just one of those things that, you know, people cringe and they're like, ooh. It's a, a journey. journey. It's a journey. It's but a, that's what it is. But it is. So until you guys can feel free to give me a um, suggestion for a better word, because remember, Hannah and I, Hannah's uh, one of our coworkers uh, at Me and My Big Ideas, and we will all go on Kayla, Hannah, and I. And when we preview new products, we use one word and cute. one word only. Cute. Oh my gosh, it's so it's cute. so cute. So that we is, like to stick to one word. Yes, and we run it into the ground we sure do and so journey is one of those but that for lack of a better term today that's what it is okay planning number two we're all about planning i mean girl how long do you have <laughs> i could talk to you about planning all day long but as it pertains to this my suggestion is writing these things down in a planner and i can tell you the reasons why i love a paper planner 
is because there's something and there is science behind this, that when you write something down, write a list down with your hand, a pen on paper, that it activates a different part in our brain that tells us this is worth remembering. Don't even ask me why. Well, I remember even like in school, young in school, second grade, third grade, I remember teachers telling all of their students, if we'd ask like, why do we need to, you know, can't we just read it or, or we're having to like copy down these definitions yeah. that are in our book that we already knew, like just, we could read or maybe we didn't know, them, but we could read them from the book, but yeah. we'd have to copy them. And they'd be like, well, because writing it down will help you remember these things. Yes. More so than if you just read it. And I'm sure you were like, oh, oh my God, that's such a waste of time. It's written already for me. <laughs> You know, right. but well, there's, it's so true. You just want to waste our time. There's something about <laughs> pen to paper that makes it flips a switch in your brain. There is because I love a good productivity app. I love good technology. But as my life got busier and busier and I had and I used more technology, I became more and more lost. I would miss things and I would forget stuff, but it was all there in my computer, but it was out of sight, out of mind. When I wrote things down in a planner or on a to-do list, it was really so much easier for me to remember and also to prioritize. We are part of the planner community, but if you are listening and you are not part of the planning community and you are just someone who's learning the, about this for the first time, the first step in planning is really to get this, create a plan. Create it's, a plan. Yeah, it's groundbreaking, but a goal without a plan is just a dream. I do not know who said that. And so you really need to think about, again, just like having a purpose, you need to think about the action items that you need to do in order to reach that. So in my wellness planner, what I did was say, okay, here are the things that I want. I need to be more active. I need to eat healthier. What does that look like to me? My plan was, here's how I'm going to, when I'm going to go to the grocery store, here's what I'm going to do to meal prep. Here are the days that I'm going to go out and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to walk the trails behind my house. And I, I would plan it out when I was going to do that. And then I documented it every time I did it so that I had this record of my plan. I would plan out one month at a time, uh, no longer than that, definitely really drilling it down into my week on, I'm a big Sunday planner getting ready for your week yes so Sunday is my planning day I open up my planner I take a look at the activities that I have that week and I know that if I'm traveling obviously and I want to be more active I know that I need to pack you know some stuff to take to the gym or how am I going to plan healthy eating on the road you have to really drill it down into what do I want this month what do I'm going to do this week and what am I going to do each day and then once you do those things and document them, you reflect. So when you're reflecting, you are taking a look back. And here's the important part. No judgment. That's tough. I know. But, you know, the more we reflect and if we're hard on ourselves, I mean, are you your hardest critic? Oh, always. We're always our toughest critic. So when we look back, if we, number one, if we're too hard on ourselves, we don't want to look back because, you know, we're going to beat ourselves up. And so we, we just kind of put blinders on. Or you can be kind to yourself, give yourself a little grace, use that planner and that time to reflect as a way to really just observe what worked and what didn't. There's nothing wrong with just adjusting and, and noticing. It's kind of like, you know, you meditate. So you know, when they tell you like, when your mind wanders, 
bring it back. Yeah, bring it back with no judgment. You don't have to go, oh my God, what an I can't idiot. Believe it. I can't believe I didn't clear my mind completely. <laughs> what a, I, have a, I have failed at <laughs> meditating. I have failed at whatever you do. You the, the practice of meditation tells you when your mind wanders, notice it and gently bring it back. Mm-hmm. No judgment. And it's the same kind of thing when you're planning to reach a goal at the end of whenever your that time period is a week or a month that you are reflecting on what you've done no judgment if you notice something hasn't worked for you figure out why it's not working adjust your plan and move forward period that's about it so you just kind of repeat this process through the months through the weeks and and really getting it in that paper planner yeah we've created an entire company <laughs> around such products the happy planner which is our favorite thing ever also includes the No, the third P, which is positivity. During this process, it's so important to remain positive. Affirmations and words of encouragement are so helpful. That's why the Happy Planner and all of our product line, every single sticker book, it's really focused on the positive. And I mean, obviously, that's something we feel strongly about, right? Yeah, it's a big, big one for us. It's a big one for us. And it's definitely something we incorporate into the process and into the product. Because, you know, when we are trying to hardwire our brains for happiness, the neurons that fire together, wire together. And even I understand this scientific concept of the more we keep, you know, the the brain and our neurons going towards the positive, creating this roadway, you know, like when you go on a trail and you just you, you start, keep walking it. Yeah. You keep walking it and I mean, it sounds really bad, but you trample on some of the little wildflowers or whatever. And eventually you keep doing it. It creates a path similar to that. So, so positive affirmations and telling ourselves these things are so important because, man, words are really powerful. And especially the things that we tell ourselves, again, like we talked about being your biggest critic, you can also be your biggest cheerleader. So we have to train ourselves to really affirm the positive. And so those words that we speak to ourselves, that we speak to others need to be, you know, continually positive. So we've filled this whole planner, this whole product line filled with positive affirmations. When you fall down, when you are going to make a mistake, it's just so important that that little mean chick inside of you, you know, that inner critic isn't going like, nice job, Kayla. (laughs) Nice job. Good good try. Nice try. And we've had so many people, so many customers come up to us, whether it's on social media or in person at events, saying that whether they're going through a hard time or struggling with whatever they might have, when they'd sit down at their planner or open up a sticker book and they'd see one of those positive affirmations or quotes mm-hmm. or sayings, it was so powerful to them that that's what they needed to get them through their week or to get them through their day. So that's something, you, words are that powerful. They are. And it's amazing how something as little as I put like a sticker on my bathroom mirror that said, you are enough. I posted it on social media. And actually, it was something I looked at every day because at the time, I didn't feel it. But the more I saw it and the more I told myself that, um, that affirmation actually became something that I eventually really believed. Something as little as a sticker on your mirror, in your planner, a sticky note on your car door, or even just the words you say to yourself or to somebody else, the more positive they are, those things you actually start to believe them. And you know, the opposite is true. You hear 
and I've seen this in my own life as well, is that you start to hear a lot of, you know, in past relationships, I've heard the things, all these things, you aren't this, you aren't this, or all the bad stuff that somebody thought that I was. Eventually you hear that long enough and you begin to believe that you are everything they say you are and they're everything you say that you're not. And so surrounding yourself with positivity is so stinking important. That is the third P. And then the last one is persistence. So as you're going through and you've defined your purpose, you've made a plan, you're, you know, you're going through this whole process. Uh, there's another P huh? <laughs> with positivity, then persistence is the part to me that takes that to the next step. This is my favorite one. It says your favorite one? Yeah. Okay. That Well, that's amazing because I think this is a quote by me. <laughs> I'm going to quote myself. But I think, you know, you're going to find success when you master persistence, not perfection. Yeah. That's, okay. Let's, let's listen to that one again. Tough. And I'll, I'll say not gonna, because if you're going to quote me, I'm going to say gonna. you will find success when you master persistence, not perfection. It's the keep going part of it. Not the, did you do it right? And it, man... It's taken me a long time. This one's had to be drilled in my head because perfection was something I struggled with. We'll talk about that in a second. Let me tell you a story. I've never told this story before. I can't believe it because it's such a big story Ooh. and I love this story. I, I know where you're going. This is the right time to tell it. Okay. In 2015, we released the Happy Planner product and it was probably about maybe even a little bit more than a year in the making. And in that time, we did all kinds of research, research on the industry, on the product, on how to make the product, on the design. We worked with our entire teams and we were super excited to release this new product line that we were like thrilled about and believed in so much. And you can imagine like the anticipation builds up and we were going to get our shipment of planners, right? These are thousands of planners coming. And you were gearing up. Oh, man, we were gearing up. And so everyone's ready to go, right? And they have to get shipped out. And we're going to send them out to influencers. And we're going to get them out to the stores. And we had so much hope for this product. And we get our samples that were aired in. And we're, I mean, literally, my husband, who was the CEO at the time, calls us into his office. And we're like, oh, my God, they're here. And so we gather around his desk and we open up these this box and we're looking at him and like, oh, my gosh, they're like glowing. The, yeah. I mean, you can hear the. <laughs> that's exactly what I heard. And until. Oh, no. He flips the page. He takes the cover. And what I did not what I heard was not the angel choir. It was more like <laughs> because they weren't turning right. The cover was. And I thought, oh, maybe it's the cover. Oh, shoot. OK. Right. Because our product is is bound on a set of nine, this this particular size, of nine round discs. That's what holds all the paper together. So the paper slides around on these discs. And these particular planners were the wrong size. My heart just sank. I'm look, We're looking at each other going like, we cannot release this product. And as those words came out of our mouth, thousands, thousands, a container full of planners was on our way to us on the water. We just looked at each other and like, well, what are we going to do? Like, what do you do when this this product line you've put, you know, a year and a half into 
and, you know, a, a quite a significant financial investment. And this is our new thing. And it's wrong. And something as simple as turning the pages is difficult. Yeah. Where that would make a big, big difference I mean, in the product. Right? Like, so we're looking at going, well, what are our options? You throw them away. And then you have, you know, our lead time for making new products is like months. Yeah. And then we can't get them out in time. They're calendars, people. Dated <laughs> so product, you guys. It's dated product. So that wouldn't happen. We would, we sat there, my family and I, my mom, I think my brother and sister and I and my husband and looked and we were all business partners and we looked at each other and we're like, okay, well, we have to fix them. And we brainstormed and we brainstormed how we were going to do this. And we persisted in trying to troubleshoot how we were going to fix this. And the only answer was we were going to switch out. We were going to have new discs made that did work with the punched paper. And we would switch out every single disc. And what I forgot to say is we did send some stuff out to influencers before without really testing. We're like, mm. great, we got them. Put them in boxes. Send them to influencers. But then we had to go back and say, oh, you know those ones? Don't use those. Don't use those. Don't we'll use those right? So the process was you open the big master carton. You open each one of the inner cartons that has two. You remove the plastic or the, the um, paper protective cushioning, whatever it was. You set that aside because we have to save that. And then you open each planner. But first of all, you cut it with bolt. Could you remember those like bolt, bolt cutters? Cl- yeah. Bolt cutters. And there's nine discs. So the total amount of discs that we had to cut off was 30,000 discs. And then, so the guys, because I mean, I think I'm a strong person, but after a while, I just didn't have like the torque, I guess, to cut all the discs. So everybody in our company spent some time figuring out how to re-disc these planners. There were, this was before I worked at the company. Yeah. And I just remember I got called in. Oh, yes, you did. I don't know where I was working at the time or if I was in school. I don't remember. But I got called in for all hands on deck. Yeah. But I remember everybody that worked there, there were shifts. Yes. That you had to sign up for. Yep. To come cut some discs off and you had to tear out each page basically month by month. Yep. And then stack them back on and carefully you couldn't have dirty hands you couldn't have a cut you know with gloves yeah you, the pages couldn't get dirty you or had to bent. reassemble every single page onto the new discs it was like well we knew at that point it's like we can't come out with them like this this was the best solution we had or this product line if it was going to be successful which at the time we didn't know but we knew for sure it would not be a successful product if we left it the way it was. And so we got everybody together in the company and we just said, hey, like we need your help. And so in addition to everybody's, you know, load of work that they already had, they would come and spend an hour or two and do whatever they, you know, oh, okay, I'm going to be sitting on the reassembly line. I'm going to be sitting on the disc cutting or the repackaging. Because then once you did that and you reassembled it all, then you had to put them all back in the boxes and they all had to be, nobody wanted a scratched up cover. Nobody wanted, you know, anything damaged. So they had to be pristine and then repackaged. And my friends, it took us months. I mean, did we persist? We persisted yeah. as a team, as a company. And I look at that now and think if, 
if we hadn't have been able to like decide and sit down and come up with, you know, what we thought the solution might be and then have everybody there be so willing to do this and be persistent at something that seemed like it was never going to end. I promise you we would not be sitting here with this podcast. It was probably one of the toughest tests that I've ever had to encounter in my professional career. So yeah, so persistence. It's like just, you know, don't give up on something. If you really want, if you really want something, if there's a goal you want, or if there's something that you're working towards that you really sincerely want, and things don't seem to be going your way, you need to regroup. Regroup, reflect on what you're doing, what's not working, and figure out a way to go down that path in a way that's going to work for you. Um, And do it as many times as you need to do. Presently, with my wellness journey now, you know, I've, I've had a the last year has been great for me in so many ways, but also very stressful for me. And so I've kind of reverted back to my ways of old. And so I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to reflect and I'm just going to keep going as many times as it takes. And so that is, that is persistence. Do we have time, Kayla, to talk about that other P word? Yeah, but first, should we take a break? Oh, yeah. Okay, We went right through it. We really did. I forgot about that. See, I tell you, I am so passionate. Passionate. There's another one. There's another P word. So, okay, we've talked about purpose, planning, positivity, and persistence. And right now, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about perfection. We'll be right back. This episode of Plan a Happy Life is presented by Michaels. Make creativity happen. Welcome back. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. For perfection? No, but yes. <laughs> no. Just kidding. No. Okay. So originally when I came up with this formula, the four Ps, I kind of did this whole like purpose, planning, positivity, persistence, and then I did like a minus perfection. And then I'm like, that's just too complicated. It was like a P that then didn't it doesn't, work. Then you can't count the four Ps. And by the way, perfection just doesn't deserve to be in that equation, even if it's a, you know, take that away. So what I do is I kind of talk about it on the side. Perfection to me, number one, is that I say that I am a perfectionist in recovery because I used to use perfection as this badge of honor. Oh, I just, you know, if somebody would come to my house or we would do something and they'd wow, that's amazing. Like, I remember the first time my husband right now, uh, Kevin, he's my second husband. And so when I came into his family, my first Thanksgiving with his family, I'm like, well, I'll bring the pies. And I didn't just make like a pumpkin pie. I bought the most fanciest pie plate. And I made this like homemade apple pie where I made the crust. And Kayla's probably sitting over there with a smirk on her face because she grew up with me. And when was the last time besides that you remember me making that pie? Never. Oh, that's right. Because I don't make I don't do that. I like to do it every once in a while. But what I wanted, I wanted to impress his family and I and I wanted it to be so perfect. And so, a pie will do that. And a pie will absolutely <laughs> do that. It kind of backfired me a little bit on that one because they were perfect. They were so good. Oh, those pies were? Oh, my God. They were so good. But when people would, like, when they looked at me and they were like, oh, these are great pies. Oh, these are so good. Where did you get them? And I'm like, I made them. But I wore that badge of honor. Like, well, I'm a perfectionist. So, of course, these pies are perfect. And when it worked, great. And when it doesn't work, you're on the floor, right? Because you just, because you wear that as such a badge of honor because I strived to have everything be perfect. And when it wasn't, I felt like a failure. So the way I think about it now is I think of perfection as the mean girl. 
can you picture a mean girl in high school from high school? You don't sure have to, please do not say can. her name. I guess I sure can. Okay. Everybody knows the mean girl in high school, right? And if you were her, I hope you're not her now. But I think perfection is like that mean girl in high school or junior high or whoever she is, but she is just, she's just the meanest. She wants us to feel bad. And yet for some stinking reason, we will go and want to sit next to her, you know, at lunch and like, oh, can I sit next to you? You want that approval. You want that approval. And she's like, no. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And you still go and you still want to sit at her table. She feels, she makes us feel like we're less than, and we start to kind of shrink into our insecurities Right. And our whole plan can be decimated of what we want because this dumb, mean girl is mean to you. That is perfection. Perfection is the Regina George. Yes. (laughs) Do not. Don't chase after Regina George. She will always be mean to you. And if she's nice to you to her face, you guys have seen mean girls. If she's nice to your face, you know, she's going to turn around and say, what does she say in that movie? Is it like, I love your outfit or something about like, I love your bracelet when she turns around and she's like, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Ugliest bracelet I've ever seen. So perfection is just something where this is not, it's, it's not something we should be wearing as a badge of honor. So we start comparing ourselves to other people. It really is the reason for procrastination. And I'm really good at that. I am too. I mean... Not, in a not a proud way. No. One of the reasons why people procrastinate, right? Is because they want it to be perfect. You want it to be perfect. And you don't know how, maybe. So you just don't quite know how to start. I mean, some of it's laziness, too. Sure. But I think a big part is that you it's, want it to be perfect and yeah. right. And... Yes. And then I think what happens is then you start getting farther and farther from your goals because you don't start or you don't do it unless you think it's going to be perfect. We just have got to break up with perfection. So you guys have to promise me that the next time that kind of thing happens and you start to feel like you want to do something perfect, just like personify, I'm using so many P words right now. It's this episode. It really is. But it's <laughs> pretend that, imagine, <laughs> I want you to imagine that perfection, I'm allowed to say that one, is Regina George and break up with it and just decide for yourself that you don't deserve you know, a friend like that because bad perfection, bad perfection. (laughs) So that kind of wraps up our four P's. Those four things have really helped me set goals and plan a happy life. And I think that if you follow them, that you can, you'll really see some success and some progress. I need to stop. I just, somebody stop me. (laughs) Somebody stop me. Okay, Kayla, I think this is kind of a a special episode where I just I know you I have laid it out. I really have. And I, I apologize to you because I didn't really let you talk much. That's OK. I just kept... I enjoyed listening. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> so this week, I encourage you to look a little bit more into those four elements and see how you can use them to get you closer to your goals. Thank you for listening to Plan a Happy Life. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone on their own happiness journey. We'll see you next week.